about the circle and those tires on green this time. Remember, they fan out down there. So protect them bottom. Sunday drive. All right, well, flat. Hey, cars off. Be ready. Yeah, be ready. Gas that bitch up. Be ready. Be ready. Green flag. Green. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Inside Pass. It's uh, Monday night. If you're uh, listening to us uh, on uh, Race Chaser Online, if you're uh, waiting for the uh, WSIC broadcast, uh, it's six days and uh, some odd hours away. Um, but uh, it'll be on Saturday morning at 9.30 a.m. I'm Randy Miller, Tom Baker sitting next to me, Peter Strada over in the Soman seat, Murdoch pushing buttons, and who the heck are you? <laughs> and why are coming. you in my studio? <laughs> I knew this was coming. <laughs> I could keep he going. We, a lot like Noah Lewis. Yeah, it might Is be. He? We, we, we have a whole hour. I could keep going. But Jay Leno has been filling in for me the past few weeks. <laughs> oh, wait. His mic suddenly just <laughs> cut off. I mean, where'd he go? Where'd he go? Awesome. I guess he left. Very nice. <laughs> Bring me back. Oh, there we we'll, go. We'll see him again in a month. We thank Jay for filling in. Yeah. <laughs> Silent, Silent Bob is basically who was over there because he wasn't here. Murdoch's pu- uh, punishing me with the buttons. We are, we are good. We are not. We, we are glad to have you back, Noah. It's good to we be back. We have missed you, but uh, Noah's back with us, and uh, who knows how long he'll be back? But uh, I think if it's more than two weeks, it's considered you're considered a host again. All you're right. guest it hosting right it now. But if you're uh, if you're if you're gone for more than, than or if you're here for more than two weeks, you're officially back as it goes. <laughs> um, so uh, we were going to have Daniel Hembrick on. Daniel had to uh, reschedule, so uh, we'll have him on at, at a later date. Um, so we'll take this first segment, talk about the races at Phoenix, do a little black flag, checkered flag. We'll get some thoughts on the race. We'll start with Peter. What did you think about this weekend's races? I thought the expanded race was surely insane at points, and I thought the cup race let, left a lot to be uh, – Desired? Desired, thank you. you Playing on the word. Less logic we desired, especially after. ran out of batteries. (laughs) (laughs) The buzzer's been hit too many times. I thought the cup race left a lot to be desired, especially after the amazing race we saw for the championship there last year and how incredible the spring race was a year ago with all the different leaders and all the different contenders. I thought it was a bit of a letdown for races this season, but not bad, just okay. Yeah, compared to the first four races, of the yeah, season. that's what you know. That's it has a hard thing Bottom to go up against. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I was. I'm kind of the same as Peter on that one. I think. I think that. Um, I mean, the Xfinity race seemed like it was a pretty good race, and and you know, competitive. The, the the Cup race really just. It wasn't that it was a bad race, but nothing really happened. Mm-hmm. It just really was kind of a, you know. It was almost like somebody who talks monotone and never raises or lowers the voice. Like it's always, it just stayed the same all the way mm-hmm. through. Pretty much, I thought there wasn't really a lot of drama there. Yeah, that's true. I know. See, yeah. I'm so used to you not even being here. <laughs> I just went right back to Peter again. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally agree. You know, I mentioned it a little earlier to Peter that we've come off of these these powerhouse races where we've seen so much at the beginning and then. Uh, a lot of strategy toward the end that coming up against those races, there weren't any wow moments like we've had in, in the past few races. I mean, I can I can think back to moments in Vegas and in, in Homestead where I was kind of on the on the edge of my seat for a moment. But at Phoenix, not so much. And, and it's not that it was a bad race per se. It's just that it didn't, like we've all said, it didn't really carry the same intensity that we've seen over the past few weeks. But that's going to happen because we got a long schedule and we've been – Really, uh, really favored with <laughs> with all so, the good races. So, why do you think that is? Let me let me throw that out because we just talked. Peter just mentioned, you know, the championship race was really good last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think this race could be people not wanting to show their hand too much because they know they got to come back here for the championship race? Maybe they're learning. Maybe they're putting stuff together, and maybe there's cars out there, you know, like Chase, who you know pretty much 
uh, won that race last year, and he he didn't do too much. Yeah, I, I was kind of going to say the same thing about maybe the excitement is kind of temporarily worn off. I mean, this was the most recent race of the first five races we've had. So we just came off of Phoenix, and we're going back there again. All the first five races, you know, we had Daytona 500. We had the Daytona Road Course. We had Las Vegas. You know, we had all these races that were kind of, uh, you know, we, we haven't seen a lot of uh, in the last year because of COVID. So um, maybe it was just, you know, we, we were used to seeing Phoenix. So we, we just saw it back in, in November, and it was just a different, you know, kind of environment. I don't think anybody ever fails to show their hand in race five. I, I think it's just more a case of... You know, again, not every race is going to be a gem, and this was just the weak link in the chain so far. And like I said, it wasn't terrible. It just yeah. really not much happened, and you know, but it was good for Martin Truex, obviously, because he's yeah, he, he's he in the playoffs race, right? now. Yeah, he was he, he pretty much was uh, was happy, and Joey was disappointed um, that he didn't do things a little differently. But that's normal when you finish second instead of first. I find it hard to believe that this was Truex's first win at Phoenix. Like that, that still blows my mind a little bit. Yeah. That, yeah, that's the one time he hasn't won it. it, it that is true. When you it think was like about his it, first win since like what October? Or something last year? like that. Since yeah. last yeah. June at Martinsville, he only yeah. got the one win last year. So there were twenty nine races or twenty twenty nine twenty nine yeah. races yeah. since he's it's, won. It is weird because we think of Truex and like how far he's come to where when he first started going off and winning races back in what sixteen ish when he was winning a lot of them we were like wow you know Truex there Truex here and then it got to the point where it's like okay Truex is winning everywhere and now we're back to the point where it's like oh he hadn't won there yet and and one of my friends when we were watching was like oh you know that's normal Truex won you know that's that's reasonable but is it I mean he only won one race last year yeah no it it wasn't even it was a short track so a couple years ago he won like five races that year at Gibbs because I remember every race I watched that year he won I'm like this is why I don't watch these races (laughs) no I'll give you this every (laughs) race that I covered that year he won except yeah. for one, yeah. except for one race. I remember, <laughs> I remember being at the 600 in the media center and then him crossing that line and just being like, man, can we not get somebody else? Yeah, no, I, it, I, that I was the year that he won, like, he, he led like 390 laps or something, right? Like he dominated that race. I was like, dude, look, I, I've covered like five races this season. You've won all five except for one. I guess you're going to have to start bringing me around like because <laughs> I'm getting tired of it. No offense. I'm getting tired of interviewing you in the press conference. Right. Uh, so uh, checkered flag and black flag. I, I kind of stole this idea from, from Jacob, but I didn't see his name uh, listed under, uh, you know, um, patent. Yeah, patent. a patent. Yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm going to steal the idea here. And uh, basically we'll start with Peter. We'll do black flag first and then checkered flag because I want to do it differently. Uh, so your your black flag, you you can pick any driver in any in any series. You can actually do both if you want to. I actually have one for both series. But um, black flag first. Who who do you think I guess did the worst, or what what entity was the worst for you this weekend? I think the driver that did the worst this weekend was Kyle Busch. He was coming off a third place finish last week at Las Vegas. I really thought the 18 would build momentum from that finish, but he was trapped a lot down for much of the final stage on Sunday, and just had that late spin, got into the wall a bit, and just. Had a terrible race all around and finished 25th. Not what I was expecting from someone who's won at Phoenix this recently. And being the worst of the Gibbs cars. Tom? I'm going to give a black flag to Josh Berry in the Xfinity Series for... (laughs) Watch out now. He's got fingers for you. For (laughs) best impression of a 7th grader after he put Mm -hmm. himself in the wall and then flipped Santino Ferrucci off with both fingers. Um... Or maybe I should give him a checkered flag for best impression of a seventh grader and give him an Emmy. I don't know. <laughs> so my, my, my black flag will go to uh, Noah Gregson, and not necessarily because of Noah Gregson as a person, just because he can't, he can't seem to find any good luck <laughs> these days from, you know, wrecking his, his car, you know, win, uh, trying to win the race, and then, you know, 
uh, blowing an engine, you know, with five or yeah. ten laps into the race this this past week. So uh, just, just bad luck all around for him and that team. Yeah, my black flag goes to the seventh place finisher on Sunday, Kyle Larson. Uh, sorry to say, but all the pit road speeding penalties that we saw, I think there were two or three. Uh, two penalties, says Peter over there in the corner. Um, really caught Sold. him because because he was he was flying up through the field and he would have had more of a chance had he not had those two issues. I know he came off of a win the week before, but you do got to clean that stuff up. Nevertheless, they were fast, but black flag for uh, for speed dump it road twice. Peter just did the best impression of a peace sign. Yeah, reward <laughs> uh, for that. My black flag, and he already acts like a seventh grader. So. My black flag will be Cody Ware for calling out Anthony Alfredo on the radio saying oh, yeah. Rick Ware built a fast car and we ran into a wrecked lap a car. A lapped car. And I was like, you ran into Alfredo. Hold your horses. <laughs> this is no offense to Rick Ware <laughs> Racing. Yeah, but you're not a but, fast car. But, <laughs> but when a Rick Ware Racing car calls you a lapped car. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Cody Ware, get over yourself. That, that is true. And, I, and I'm actually glad you, you said something because I, I didn't even have any idea what happened. I, I saw, like, when they showed the wreck or whatever, I'm like, what, what is the, you know. The, he was at his straight forum. I don't know. He would not have made the corner had Anthony not been. <laughs> Although, to, to Cody's credit, the wall. Yeah. Alfredo would have to be going pretty slow for Cody to be able to catch him and wreck him. All the <laughs> the, the thing is, is them just saying, oh, you know, you built me a fast car and I run into a wreck lap car. When do you when do you ever hear Rick Ware mm-hmm. and fast car in the yeah. same sentence? That also goes to show you how, fast, how slow their cars have been. If that's the fastest car he's had all year. And they were the two and they were cars the at the back of the pack. <laughs> but wasn't he already at least a lap down when that happened? I'm Cody sure. was, on, no, the he was on the lead lap. Oh, he was? Hanging on. So hanging he was on. Hanging at on. the well, rear. That's why he was celebrating. Anthony had gone a lap down. It reminds me of Ricky Bobby. Uh, I'm going fast. So technically right. he did hit a lapped car. He, okay. he really hit him. But <laughs> right. uh, him your, your checkered flag, uh, uh, Peter, who gets your checkered flag? I'd have to say Martin Truex Jr. I mean, I know that's not going out on much of a limb, but we saw the 19 – be close in so many races towards the end of the regular season last year and throughout the playoffs, but not able to pull off and get into victory lane again after the spring Martinsville win. He, I felt like he finished third like eight races in a row last year. So it's good to finally see him get back into victory lane and see James Small get a second win as a crew chief. So for me, I've got to, uh, in the uh, in the Cub Series, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Alex Bowman uh, because he, he got wrecked early and still came back and got a top 10 finish, so uh, for a good job for him. Um, and Bailey Curry in the Xfinity Series uh, getting getting a top 10 finish. That's a, a good job by the B.J. McCall team. So. <laughs> well, there, you just stole mine. That was what I was going to – Bailey Curry, seventh place. And yeah. he actually, mm. let me start up front. Brandon Brown, P3. Uh, and Bailey Curry, P7, got my uh, two checkered flags. Uh, and Ty Gibbs, too, for another mm-hmm. great drive. But Brandon Brown and Bailey Curry. Curry, that's the best finish ever for a Mike Harmon car. Yep. And uh, congratulations to Ryan Bell, who basically put the setup in that car. Yep. Yeah, my, my checkered flag, William Byron, eighth-place finish, consistent, up in the top five all day. That team, ever since Homestead's really been uh, showing up. To three top tens in a row. Bubba yeah. Wallace. Finally able to do something with that car. Yeah, yeah. showed some speed. 16th. So. I think there's there's plenty more where that came from, but I mean those are just the highlights of, of the the guys yeah. that did the best. And you know it's it's cool because every week it seems like we're talking about a new set of gr- a new group of drivers doing good, doing good things. It shows the competitiveness of the season. And I think as we get further into the spring and into the summer months, you're really going to start seeing the competitive edge um, on all these cars, from Hendricks to Gibbs to you know even uh, Penske at times, and um, you know hopefully RCR and, and those guys will come back up too. All right, we're going to start. Start our debate uh, back and forth uh, when we come back from break. You're watching or listening to the Inside Pass on WSIC. We will be back in just a moment. 
Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. This is Justin Lawson, and you're listening to the best guys on the radio, the Inside Pass. I keep forgetting he wasn't here for any of this. Yeah, I mean, no, the new I was stuff. Like, nobody, nobody heard him, but he went, hmm. Yeah, I was like, heard what are we doing? I heard him. I heard him say it. I wasn't expecting it. It's like, apparently, that's a very scrumptious uh, uh, reentry. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. <laughs> When uh, you do these shows so much, you get the comeback music so jammed in your head. So I was like, okay, that's yeah, no, yeah. different. We we changed it up on you. See, if he's you... in for a show tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Inside Pass, Noah. <laughs> Glad you could finally be here. Uh, Randy Miller, Tom Baker, Peter Strada, and uh, Murdoch pushing buttons, and uh, Noah back with us. We got to poke fun of him uh, at least a little bit. Um, we got Peter last week uh, because we, we said he deserved an Academy Award for his uh, performance in the in the movie. Um, that uh, you produced for school. It's a very good movie. Oh, don't yes. don't get us. No, I, I heard this. But I was sitting at a dinner. Short film. 
Sitting at dinner uh, last week, re-listening on podcasting platforms to the Inside Pass, and um, and boy, I I was cracking up, almost choked on my food because we got to the part about. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Couldn't man. resist. Oh yes, Love so we're all family here. Ho- hopefully, did you know you like. can tell your Alexa device to do that? To to play the inside pass and it'll play the most yes, recent episode. I know that's that's wow. that's the technology we have. We have an Alexa in here. Yes, I did not know that. Alexa can be our friend um, if awesome. we want it to be. Um, we we need to try to get no. You need to try to like figure out a way to let us let me post that on the inside pass page so we okay. can actually hear it because <laughs> everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" But if I they're know. not friends with this you, is, they wouldn't be able to see. It, so yeah. um, anyway, right, we're going to uh, kick off our our two round uh, point system. Uh, I guess I should let uh, Chris keep score this week instead of me. Because it's much easier. Here, here's a pen. There you go. Right. <laughs> now this is uh, fair for Rand. Since, since, yeah, it's fair for me too, and that way nobody can say you cheat because I never make myself win. So no, this time, if I win, That's it's Chris's I mean. fault. Nobody else's. Uh, so uh, two rounds. Uh, Chris will do the questions. We'll, we'll just he'll pick the order because he's the boss when we start this round. So he gets two segments of him being the boss of the show, and uh, me just sitting here. So I'm waiting on him to get done writing. So then um, we can uh, we we can start. Okay, there All you right. go. All right. I guess we'll go in the uh, the. Uh, order i wrote in will go randy noah tom and peter okay that is the order randy yes truex is now the fifth winner in 2021 how long will this streak last well we're we're up to five right now so uh i say at least six because i don't think he'll win this weekend at uh, atlanta and i don't see any of the previous five guys winning so uh where, where do we go next bristol dirt race yeah <laughs> no, <we laughs> it's go not gonna a, happen we, there either we go to so uh, atlanta and then the bristol and then Martin's I I say we get to nine before we we end up with a repeat winner. Wow, that's Michael nine. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, okay. No. I I I do believe that we'll actually no actually. Wow. Okay. <laughs> retreat, retreat. Retreat. No, we get we get our first repeat winner <laughs> this weekend in Atlanta, and I will share once we pick fantasy uh, who I think that will be. All right. So we've got a twenty percent chance of getting it correct. Well, one of you is lying. Well, that's um, true. So and, and I and I believe it's it's actually Randy because I agree with Noah. I think we're going to have a repeat winner in Atlanta. I'll show that later. Um, I don't see how we could get out of Atlanta without a repeat winner. Yeah. To be honest, wouldn't be the first time I've been called a liar. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Go ahead. <laughs> I think we will see another new winner in Atlanta, and I Thank think you, Bristol Dirt will be a repeat of the last couple of Chili Bowls, Larson versus Bell. Just hopefully one of them doesn't flip at Bristol Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, I almost feel like it's bound to happen at some point. But. I just love when me and Tom agree. It only happens right. every once well, in a while. Right. I didn't think you had it in you to disagree with Peter. <laughs> well, let's see if you guys are two Let's be for a two. leap year. Two for two, because <laughs> you guys are going to have to spoil now. Follow up. Oh, who breaks the streak? Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, well, I am spoiled. Now we're right. doing picks. Well, Randy, you're early, first. But okay. I, it, it's on the sheet. Randy, I got to read yeah, the sheet. Randy wrote this. I was, what were you thinking? <laughs> well, what do you mean? Well, you just got to take because we don't do picks until the end of the show. I didn't. Well, yeah, but I, well, I mean, it, <laughs> we, we wasn't necessary. assuming that it'd be Atlanta. We can move on. We can, well, we no, can it's fine. On. I mean, too late now. I, I, just because Open the well, it doesn't can mean of worms. it doesn't mean that <laughs> well, that's no, who no, you're picking no, Atlanta. It doesn't mean you're. No, it doesn't I mean, I when, when the streak does end, who is going to break it? Not necessarily this weekend. Well, yeah, but, but two of us said it was going to happen in Atlanta. So now well, that's true. So we're going to we're going to share early. Okay, well, hold on, because I, I have to be able to write them down, so I'll have to give you the pin back for a second. Okay, all right, well, I guess we'll just do our picks then. We'll just stop the whole show. And Rand, Randy and, our, Randy and I are playing. Well, we'll just do cup. Then. Randy and I are playing catch in the studio. Yes, yeah. uh, so I, I say that the streak uh, the streak will end with Larson winning uh, his second race. So I don't I don't know what race that will be, but I, I think the streak will end when Larson wins the second race. So that's my pick. 
But, but who are so you for, for so for for the where are we at Atlanta? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm picking Chase Elliott because it's his hometown. So all right. it's his hometown. All right. Well, I too believe that Kyle Larson will be the first repeat winner. I think it will happen this weekend in Atlanta. So there's my cup pick as well. And yeah, I think that team is uh, is kind of riding a streak right now, and they're going to continue it. Tom, do you? Oh, agree? that's sorry. You're, you're, I forgot. I always forget the order. So so. I, my pick for Atlanta for a repeat winner is not Kyle Larson, oh, though wow. I think that's a, a reasonable pick. I actually think we're going to see two in a row from Martin Truex. Wow. Yes. My Peter? Atlanta Cup pick is Kevin Harvey because I think he's led triple-digit laps in seven of the last nine Atlanta races. So how can you go against that? But first repeat winner will be Larson on Bristol Dirt. This is why Peter's last in points. All right, Chris, anyway. So uh, <laughs> uh, Tom stole my pick that I made at the, uh, before we came on air. So I'll pick somebody else. Uh, the, whoever wins, the person to win Atlanta will be Kyle Busch. Oh wow, that would that would be a uh, outhouse to penthouse. And at who that ends point. the streak? Yeah, who ends the streak? Because that would continue the streak. Uh, um, Larson Dirt, Truex. Oh, Truex. This. I mean, if I was picking who win the who would end the streak, I, I think it's going to end at Atlanta with Truex. But my picks for this week. Will well, be. here's the thing too but that we, I pick somebody different than Tom. Here's what we have to think about too: is that who are our two best or first come to mind guys on dirt? That's Bell and Larson. Both of them have won this yeah, season already. But you know, I don't think it's going to work that way, though. I, I mean, I'm sure they'll be they'll be good, but I don't think just because you know they're good. Big, yeah. yeah, because I mean, this is a whole different ball. Yeah, this whole I mean, nobody's ball. done this. Before. I mean, you got guys like Chase Briscoe who well, could very easily say, you know. There are some other guys, guys in Cup so. that have run dirt in the past, and again, running a Cup car at Bristol is not going to be running a midget at the Chili Bowl. Well, That's speaking right. of dirt, Bristol, we had a surprise. This week, Jessica Friesen, right? That's her yeah. name. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Jessica, Jessica Friesen, Friesen is going to be back, or is going to make her truck debut, uh, driving with her husband at Bristol Dirt. Stuart. Stuart. Uh, There's not very many Friesens in the NASCAR garage. That's a really good segue. Randy, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think that uh, somebody's going to be filing for divorce on Monday. Oh, boy. No, <laughs> no, I'm, oh. Kidding. I'm kidding. They compete against each other. They compete against each other all, all the time up in the Northeast. Well, so it's not the first time they've ever done it. I'm not going to give away the score, but Randy just got through. <laughs> <for that. laughs> nice. This is why uh, no, he was saving this the whole time. And this is why I want Chris to be <laughs> Yes, because I can't give myself points for doing cool things like that. Um, no, it's, it's a really cool thing. I didn't even know that she was a race car driver, so that was, that was news to me. But that, that's really cool, and, and that's, that's something that's... So we'll be excited to watch. I'm excited to watch those those two in action. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, like, I don't think we've. I mean, we've certainly never had a married couple racing each other in the in the top three series, right? Um, Elton Sawyer series? and Patty Moise were the last. Oh, uh, okay. I couldn't okay. remember okay. who. Wait, which series was this? It was a Bush series then. Okay, but, Bush series. Yes. All right. Well, nevertheless, it's a rare occurrence. And you so, may not have even been around then. Uh, yeah, I probably was not. But um, but no, it, it, it's very cool to see. I'm I'm excited to see that and see if they work, you know, together. If if she's fast as him, I don't know. Stewart's pretty good, but she we'll drives see. sprint cars though. You gotta have okay. Some, well, she's got some experience. I mean, she's, you have to have some to do on some dirt, some t- you know, some fortitude to yeah. be able to drive a sprint intestinal car, fortitude. So. Intestinal fortitude. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say something else, but that would not work. It'll be a fun deal, but to, to be honest, Stewart's had enough trouble getting through a race without having his wife out there because, you know, what happens if the two of them crash each other? I mean, that's I guess that's where the divorce happens. I, I just, I, I mean. Stewart's in the doghouse. It's a different way. deal on dirt, certainly, and, and you know, it, it Jessica can't test, though. There's going to be no yeah. test time yeah. for this. So, 
Um, it, I don't think we should. There will be, be practice. There will be practices. There will be practice, for well, yes, but there's no, but there's no, there's no pre-test, pre-test yes, where right. she can spend a day getting used to the truck. By herself I, well. I would just temper expectations. I'm not saying she won't do well, but just temper the expectations. I'm surprised with, with Stewart they didn't enter a dirt car into the dirt nets this weekend. Yeah, I am too, yeah, that to be honest. Been, I will say this, though, for those who don't know. Jessica, before she was freezing, was Zemkin. That's her original uh, maiden name. And uh, Jessica actually won a supermodified heat at the Oswego Speedway and had several shots at a feature win. So she can drive more than just on the dirt, too. She's a good racer. I want to be a fly on the wall for that steak dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Peter? It'll definitely be interesting to see husband and wife compete against each other for what I believe will be the second time in NASCAR National Series history. I wanted to see them line up, whether it's in the heat or in the feature, next to each other on a restart, just to see how tight they race each other into turns one and two there at Bristol, just to see how um, how tight they are on each other's doors or if they leave each other room. Yeah. All right. Either uh, way, he's in the doghouse, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> Last question for this segment. A lot of cup regulars are getting truck and Xfinity starts ahead of series debuts at new facilities this year. Does that surprise – do any of them surprise you, I guess? The only – I mean, not really because, you know, any any opportunity you have to run these new tracks, and if you're, especially if you're not an iRacer, it would be a good opportunity to get some, some extra time in uh, to a seat. But, I mean, maybe like – Turex running the running the Kyle Busch truck maybe surprises me a little bit, but I mean they are teammates in the Cup Series, so I guess it doesn't surprise me that much. But um, other than that, not there's not really any huge surprises to me. Yeah, no, I'm not surprised either. If you have the opportunity, why not go take it? I mean, these are places, new facilities that we haven't been, and and so uh, when you get the seat time and you know it can translate over to Sunday. Go, go take advantage. Mm-hmm. I think the coolest thing is Coda because you had uh, three of the guys, uh, Austin Dillon, Kaz Grala, and I think it was Tyler Reddick, all went in January and ran a Champ Car Series race there, which is an amateur endurance uh, series. I think it was a six-hour race. And, you know, so, again, that was a very different way to get experience. Um, and the series loved having them there, too, and so they were very gracious to everybody. So that's a cool deal. I'm pretty surprised by Harvick making Xfinity and Truck Stars because ahead of the Roval, their inaugural race back in 2018, Harvick said he would not have wanted to run the Xfinity race there for added seat time. So his change of mind in, what, three years, that surprises me a little bit. Yeah, that that's true. But but again, you know, these new series coming up on the circuit, I think it scares a lot of people, especially Cup guys, because there's a lot riding on those, on those uh, you know, uh, on these new tracks and them wanting to get a win to get into the playoffs. And so all these new tracks we're going to is kind of scary for some of these guys who, you know, don't have the experience on dirt or don't have a lot of road course experience or, you know, just want to get the seat time in to see what the track is like. So uh, especially with in an era where we don't have practice and qualifying on a lot of the tracks, although we will have it on those tracks, it sure will make a difference. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back with round number two on the other side of the break. You are watching or actually listening to the Inside <laughs> Pass. I'll get it right one of these days. We'll be back in just a minute. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? 
Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. I'm Matt DiBenedetto, the brutally honest NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass, WSIC, Randy Miller, Tom Baker, Peter Strada, Chris Murdoch, and uh, Noah Lewis sitting around talking about uh, racing because that's what we do best. Um, a lot of good shows coming up uh, in the next uh, several weeks. Uh, as I mentioned, Hembrick not here tonight. We're going to get him rescheduled next week. We've got uh, Chris Rice. Uh, who's going to come on and join us? Uh, and I'm excited about that because colleague is doing decent right now. So uh, you know, always in a happy mood. He'll put us all in a good mood for the whole week. <laughs> um, and then uh, Nick DeGroot uh, at the end of uh, March. And then our April shows include uh, John Henry Nemechek. Um, and uh, and a guest that I'm intrigued by. Um, Tom may know something about uh, sprint cars on ice. Not sure if he does or not, but it's from the Northeast area. But um, a guy by the name of Nick Berry is a promoter for one of those series up there that runs sprint cars on ice. And I thought it was a super unique idea. They did a story about it on Speed Sport. Um, so I reached out to him, and he's going to come on and talk about that series because I think it's super cool. Sprint cars racing on ice. That's cool. That's a great yes. uh, get for us. And I I know a little about it. Nick um, Nick has a son Caden who runs yes. uh those and he runs um, some too yeah and he yeah. runs and Nick Nick got the idea because it was kind of like well gosh we go the whole winter and nothing's going on right mm-hmm. so why don't we if we can do snowmobile racing and do whatever it's kind of like you know what if we adapted this and and uh 
And it's taken off like gangbusters. He's got a group in the Midwest that he's talking to about franchising the the brand more or less already. So um, this could be now, of course, you can't do that in Hawaii or California, but uh, unless you go way up in the mountains, California. But um, but, uh, you know, you can do it in the in the cold weather states. And this may be one of the next big things to, to come along because. Uh, I guess people are just eating it up there. Yep, yep. So uh, I, I'm intrigued by that. So he'll be on April 5th uh, to talk about Sprint on ice, uh, yeah, which is really cool. That's so, great. All right, uh, round number two. All right, we're transitioning to fill in the blank. So we will start off. Randy again. We are on track to finish the regular season with at least one winning driver for the 2020 not winning race in 2021. That driver is likely to be... Mm. I as bad as I hate to say it right now, I'm going to go with uh, with Kyle Busch. I I don't know that Kyle's going to win a race uh, this year. He he came close to not winning one last year, so um, I think this will be the year that he does not win a race. Don't tell Murdoch that. I think he picked Kyle for this weekend. Right? I did. Yeah. Well, um, too late now to not tell him. He's sitting there listening to the show. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think you haven't done for the past month. Yeah. Um, Ouch. I would pick Cole Custer because Cole kind of got that win last season and. And uh, he did really well to get it. I mean, it's not that he didn't race his way for it. Um, but I think the Stuart Haas as a program is really off right now. I hope that they can find their way back. But when you see even Harvick off, you know that there's a bit of a red flag at Stuart Haas Racing. Because when Harvick last weekend was the highest Stuart Haas finisher in, in 20th, then uh, then that's a, that's a scary situation over there at SHR. I have a feeling that we're not going to see Austin Dillon win a race this year. And and I know that seems counterintuitive because Austin, you know, is 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 a driver that you'd think because they're progressing would be more likely to win this year than he has even in the past cuz the team's overall getting better, but again, we got some new guys like Kyle Larson in the field now. And I just have a feeling that Austin's going to get frozen out this year, although I hope I'm wrong because I I like RCR and I'd like to see him have a big year. Yeah, Austin's one win a year ago at Texas was very circumstantial. It was on an alternate strategy, and with that packet to Texas, passing was next to impossible. So he was just able to hold clean air, hold the track position for the last however many, I think 30-something laps. Yep. I think the one winner from 2020 who will not see victory lane in 2021 is Kurt Busch. We've seen him only get two top 10 so far this season at the Daytona Road Course in Homestead. He finished 15th yesterday. I think Ganassi's off. Noah said how Stuart Haas is off. I think Ganassi's even further off. And with the Hendrick ECR-aligned engines, I thought all Chevrolet teams would be better this year. But so far, only Hendrick's really stepped up their program this year. So I think both Ganassi cars will stay shut out of victory lane. All right. Uh, moving on. The junior motorsports driver most likely to turn their season around is? I'm going to go with Allgaier. I, I was going to be, I was gonna be a, a smaller like and say Sam Mayer because <laughs> I don't think anybody's going to do anything until Mayer gets in the car, but that would be you know turning their season around. He hasn't started yet. So um, I'll, I'll go with Allgaier. I mean, I think you can make a case for both him or Noah, but Noah can't seem to get out of anybody's way or show up for a show. Uh, so I'm, gonna, uh, I'm just going to go with, uh, with Allgaier. He, ha- he showed consistently some consistently good things. <laughs> Um, at Phoenix this You'll past week, so I'll get there eventually. Um, <laughs> give me time; it's a long word, um, but uh, I think eventually he will get that win. Yeah, I'm thinking Noah Gregson. Um, I think it's only a matter of time till they can put together a full race without incident or without uh, being a victim of incident. So 
I am I'm gonna say Noah Gregson. That team is is typically pretty quick and pretty consistent, and I think once they finally get back on that train of runs, they'll be the one to turn it around. Not only will Noah Gregson be the first to turn it around for Junior Motorsports, but Noah Gregson at the end of the year will have more wins than all the rest of the Junior Motorsports mm. cars. Noah is getting very, very frustrated. And I think once he gets a win, I think he's going to go on a run. I'm not saying in a row necessarily, but I could still see three to four wins out of Noah Gregson this year. I'll agree with two of you and say Noah Gregson. He's Ricky Bobby in real life. He wins or Rex trying to win. And I think the Murphys. I hope not. I don't want to see the underwear thing happen. Yeah, hopefully not that. But the Murphy would be most likely to do that. Yeah, too. Be I could, Winfrey. I'm I, on fire. Unfortunately, I could actually see that happening, which is strange. And yeah, now I'm yeah, Noah to, would be. I I'm going to have to burn my eyes now. I can see Ricky Bobby puking after winning, too. <laughs> well, oh, that's, my, true. Yeah, that's true. But I think eventually the Murphy's Law stretch of luck that Noah's had, well, bad luck that Noah's had, will run out, and I think the nine will put together more consistent top five, top ten runs and get a couple wins ahead of the playoffs. We have officially come full circle with Phoenix being the last race before the pandemic hit last year. Uh, the grade you'd give NASCAR one year later would be a? I'm going to say an A+. Plus. Uh, and I don't. I, I say that not based on all the other sports, but just if you look at what NASCAR has done um, in, in terms of you know having to shut down, coming back, what's you know seven weeks later, and, and being able to put protocols in place to get drivers where they need to be, and not have a huge outbreak of COVID, and being able to put on amazing races and doing different things with the schedule, and, and just trying to find a way to plug in all these races at the end of the season to make sure that everybody ends up with the right number of races and we were able to crown a champion at the right time. Um, I think NASCAR did everything that they needed to do and did it correctly enough to where we can come into this year knowing we've got fans in the stands in every race so far this year, and that's exciting. I'm going to say a B-. Um, and that being said... I I I'm, I commend NASCAR Let me for duck everything. First. Hold on. Yeah, I, Russian judge. I commend everything that's <laughs> happened, um, what they did to get us back on track, and everything like that. But I feel like now we're at a place where we should at least have qualifying, um, if not a happy hour, at least qualifying. And I think that with the preparation that the guys have to do in the garage before it's rolled to the tech and eventually to the grid anyway, they could come in a qualifying format, qualify the car, switch it over, and roll it out just as safe. Um, and we have other series. I know we can compare and contrast all day long uh, the differences in safety with the NASCAR garage, but I do think that we could have qualifying, and I think that would solve a lot of issues that some teams are having breaking in and getting into the car. We know, uh, you know, Jordan Anderson wanted to be in Xfinity cars this season, and, and he's still not. He's got to wait till the next qualifying session. So um, I think we could do that. So I'm going to say a B minus overall for the start of this season, A plus for getting us back on track, of course, but that's where I stand. Remind me never to take a class from you, Professor Noah. Wow. You're like the Russian judge at the Winter Olympics for crying out loud. No, they get an A for crying out loud. NASCAR, look, they were the first sport to come back after the pandemic. Number one, after it started. They they also gave us a brilliant run of iRacing and along with, and again, I'm including NASCAR and all the networks and everybody involved in this process when I grade this. Um, they, they made it happen and made it fun and made it entertaining, brought us back first 
and they made it okay. We had very few cases of COVID in the garage for all last year. And I do agree with Noah that we should be qualifying now, but I'm not going to drop them a grade and a half for that. They get an A for the last year. All right, I'll take away my minus. We can work on this year, but NASCAR (laughs) definitely gets an A. I think they've done a great job. I echo a lot of Noah's sentiments, but I won't be as harsh as he was. I'll say an A minus because I also agree that at this point, I think I we should have we should have qualifying for every race because the premier series for stock car racing in America should not still be showing up with so many unknowns on race day and just dropping the green flag. Teams need to at least have a couple laps to shake down the car and make sure all the screws are tightened. Do we really need qualifying though? I mean, well, as of the race has do. been exciting without qualifying. But- it's, here's the dilemma, though. We need a way for teams like Jordan yeah. Anderson. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, I agree with that. To. Whether so that be an open takes... car type qualifying. Yes. Yeah. Or, exactly. But I, I would prefer to see a whole rundown of, of bring what you got. This, so. this, for, again, for those who, who aren't you know clear on this, the stumbling point is NASCAR uses owner points when there's no qualifying. So Jordan Anderson with his new Xfinity car doesn't have any owner's points because he failed. He, he wasn't able to try to qualify for the Daytona race because the qualifying got rained out. Mm -hmm. So NASCAR needs, I think, to find a way to let those cars have a shot at qualifying. I don't think we need four hours of practice. I don't think we, you know, but we've got to make sure those guys get a chance. It's going to hurt them if not, because teams like that aren't going to take shots in the dark on not knowing if they can run a team. They've got a whole yeah. team and car ready to go, and then I can't run it? Yeah. No. Well, I mean, you could always do, like, you know, have a practice session and then line them up, you know, based on practice speeds. You could even do what IMCA does and do it by point average if you really wanted to do it, you know, some However sort of way they where it's do it, more If fair, they but... can figure out a system to do it where they get a chance at it, then that would that would bring my my B. I took away my minus. Well, like that in, would bring my B up. So, like <laughs> in in the dirt world, in IMCA, if you miss two weeks of racing, then your point average drops to zero, and you start on the front row of whatever. Whenever you come back racing at an IMCA track, that's the way that they do their point average there. So, a guy like Jordan Anderson, if he misses a five hundred, he would still have an opportunity to start on the front row the following week if he decided to go. You know, and mm-hmm. run a, a run the next race if they did it by point average. But I guess it just you know. All I understand in, why but. you uh, made him lose his girlfriend now in that film. You're a meanie. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> and he, and something tells me people will never get it back. Even in the sequel, <laughs> there will never be uh, another no, get back. All right, we are going to take a break. We're going to ponder a question for the panel when we come back. Uh, an interesting question that I want to know the answer to. We'll be back more than this just in a minute. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention 
mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcoming, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Mike Lynette. You're not making it work on the outside. Make sure you listen to the inside pass. I like that. I'm not sure I even still understand that, but whatever. I like that, though. Like that. That's so. a cool Matt, Matt DiBenedetto is this cool, too. He's the, the brutally honest NASCAR driver. <laughs> I, I, I told that story uh, last yeah. week, too. Yeah. Uh, Chris, let me see your pen for a second. got to do the fantasy stuff in a second. Throwing uh, it again. Uh, welcome back to the Inside Pass. <laughs> if you missed any part of our show, you can catch it on demand on any of your favorite podcasting websites uh, anywhere. And uh, apparently you can also ask uh, Alexa to play it for you because we have technology now. Mm-hmm. And that's exciting stuff. Just uh, say, Alexa, play the most recent episode of the Inside Pass. Chris, who won? All right, so Randy came in first with 10 because of the divorce comment. Because of the divorce comment. Rigged. Noah came in uh, second with eight no, points. Mind. We're good. And Tom and Peter tied with seven. So I've got Ooh, a tiebreaker que- uh, question uh, oh, that we'll have oh, these two people go through. Uh, and This I'm is scared. for third. And we'll pick for a podium finish, and we'll Peter. Pick our, you, guys, you guys can get an after they answer. We'll go Tom and then Peter. Uh, Ty Gibbs has had some success uh, in his first two starts with a win at Daytona Road Course and then a second at Phoenix. Uh, Does this shock you, and will he keep it up? The initial win shocked me because Ty's not known necessarily to be a great road course racer. Um, It does not surprise me that he's having success on the shorter ovals. And, yes, I think Ty wins maybe two more, if not three more, races in 2021 i'm not sure how many starts he has but he almost won again yesterday he did almost win again on saturday against Hendrick. i think another lap or two there would have been contact between them then who knows what could have happened from there 
I think based on the races he does run the rest of the season, a lot more road courses, I think he will win one, maybe two more races. I'm circling mid-Ohio later this year, I think in June for him. I will also say this. His his post-win interview last week was a complete 180 from the one he did at Daytona, and I liked that post-win interview. All credit and glory to God, and really was mm-hmm. humble. That kid has no idea how many lives he can positively impact if he keeps that up. Mm-hmm. So I hope he does. Yeah, we definitely need that yes. in, the, in the garage area. Yes. Tom third, Peter fourth. Okay, well, there you go. All right, so I, I'm going to ponder this question, then we'll talk about fantasy, and then we'll we'll uh, we'll let the let, let the boys debate. So the the question is, if you are a superstar driver, it can be any series from F1 to to dirt. Would you rather a be average but a local hero, b win all the major races but never win a championship, or c win multiple races with many top level teams? Um, and still not win a championship, or D, break the record for most top fives and most top tens, but never win a race or be a champion. So four options. Can I go first? Yeah. You well, go I'm going to do fantasy first while oh, these okay. guys okay. ponder the, the question. Okay. Uh, so fantasy update. Uh, Nick correctly, cor- correctly, 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 geez, picked uh, <laughs> Austin Sendrick. <laughs> My computer career moment. And uh, he and got second for Logano, so he's now first place this week with 510 points. Noah has jumped to second with 487. Tom is third with 426. Jacob is fourth. Seth is fifth. I am sixth. Peter is seventh. And uh, Chris just took over for Red, so it's going to take him a little while to catch up. But we have all three series running this weekend at Atlanta. We already made our cup picks, so now we'll do Trucks and Xfinity, and uh, we'll start with uh, Noah. No, you are. Over there. Yes. Over See, there. I'm still not used That's to you being over here, so yes. Uh, nice to meet you. I was um, over so your shoulder reading the the selections. I'll, I'll, I'll let you have it in a second. What are we doing? Trucking, uh, Tru- I mean, truck and Xfinity. Oh wait. Oh gosh. And Kyle is in the truck this weekend. Yes. Okay. So okay. Peter. Oh, well, yeah, Kyle. Kyle for the trucks. Uh, Thank Kyle you, Peter. Okay. And then uh, Xfinity. I will pick Austin Cindric because I didn't last time and I lost the lead. So he won't win this week. All right, Peter. <laughs> go <laughs> trucks and Xfinity. Trucks. I'll go John Hunter and Xfinity. I will go. With Martin Truex in that 54, I think he keeps the winning ways alive. All right, Tom, yeah. trucks, Xfinity. <laughs> Kyle Busch is going to win the truck race. Um, and for the Xfinity race, I mean, it's Atlanta. Um, I think I'll just kind of play the odds here, and I will go with Brandon Jones. Yeah. Again, outhouse to penthouse, because he, yeah. he wrecked last yeah. week. All right, uh, Chris, trucks, Xfinity. Uh, Sheldon Creed. Okay. And Harrison Burton. Ooh. Oh, that's a good pick. I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna agree with you on trucks and pick Creed too because I feel like Creed is gonna win for uh, Xfinity. I'm gonna pick AJ Allmendinger because he won last year yeah, at Atlanta, so um, I, I, he's gonna defend the championship. All right. Uh, so um, question one more time, and then we'll get everybody's answers. We'll start with uh, with Peter. Uh, would you rather a be an average driver but a local hero? Uh, b win all the major races but never win a championship? C, win multiple races with many top-level teams but never win a championship. Or D, break the record for most top fives and most top tens but never win a race or win a championship. i got to go option B because we've okay. seen Mark Martin is still a Hall of Famer, still regarded as a top 20, if not higher, all-time great driver. And I think Denny Hamlin, if he does not win a title, will be mentioned in the same breath. And both of them have won a lot of races, so I'd go give me a lot of wins but no title. All right, Tom. 
Funny thing is, is you have no option there for winning a championship. No. I don't know if you planned it that no, way. No, I, I did plan it that oh, way. Okay. As if you had never won a championship, but you won one uh, one of the other four options. Was I mean, option uh, obviously, to me, there's only one answer, and that's B, you want to win all the big races. Now, Mark Martin did not win the Daytona 500, by the way. Um, but, uh, yeah, you'd want to win all the majors, if not a championship. So I, I would say I'd much rather be a driver like Buddy Baker. You know, then somebody who won a bunch of local stuff or won a bunch of races and never a title. Buddy never ran for a title, uh, but one year. And so, um, you know, I'd much rather win all the majors. Yeah, Martin came pretty dang close, but that only works sure did. on horseshoes, right? Um, and hand grenades. Hand grenades. Kevin well, Harvick. Yes. Um, okay, so you guys want to be, I was also going to go with B, but I'm going to go C. And I, I'm going to say C because of the impact. I like guys like Kurt Busch that have gone around the garage and made impact and made their names at different teams and shown that they can go to different teams and still compete successfully. So um, for that reason, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump off the B bandwagon, and I'm going to say C. You know, when, when I pose this question, I can actually and, – and, Chris, I'll get your thoughts in a second. I, I, when I pose this question, I thought, you know, the, I, I can probably think of a driver in each of these, yeah. each of these options, you know, even Mark in the car garage. But, yeah, um, <laughs> it comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. um, but for some reason – and I know, you know, it's, it, I guess it depends on how popular you seem like you want to be. But to me, even A doesn't seem like a bad idea because you could be a local hero. You know, like you could be mm. somebody who stays at your local track. And, and, you know, wins a lot of races and even wins, I guess you could even win championships because technically it doesn't say you can't. Um, but you're a local hero to everybody around you. So you're like the, the Delahart Jr. of your track, your local home track, and you're a hometown name and everybody loves you and everybody buys your merchandise. You can make a lot of money just being a local hero. You don't have to be nationally popularity. Yeah, yeah, and have a lot of fun in the process. So, so you're an egg guy? I could, yeah, I, I, could, I could see myself, you know, well, not, not now, but 20 years ago being that guy. <laughs> um, Chris, you started out to be. Uh, I, I mean, I'm going to go A. Uh, I mean, for all the reasons you, you stated, but I mean, you, to be able to run your own schedule. You know, yeah. uh, would be uh, something, and the impact you can have on the lives of fans uh, would be another one. And I get a championship, so mm. yeah. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I mean, it, it may not have mean much to everybody else, but to you, you know, you're you're an everyday yeah. local hero. So I mean, why wouldn't you want to? And still, get the some of those local heroes, like you know, you got your Bubba Pollards and stuff, right. who run the gamut of all those local tracks mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. big on those. You still got a name out there. Yeah. People know Did who you, you are. Did yeah. you talk about Nick leading fantasy? No. Made it. Oh no, because he's not well, leading. This is well, oh yeah, he is. Yeah, Nick yeah, leading. Well, fantasy he won't be week. by the time that's the show goes off. Unfair. Unfair. No, that's why we're not talking about him. He'll Rigged. be on in two weeks. He'll have Close enough bragging to do. All right, we uh, we thank you guys so much for joining us uh, next week. Night, Chris Rice will be here, <laughs> and uh, guys, stay tuned for lead lap coming up next. Uh, you guys have a great week. Enjoy the Atlanta weekend. I'll uh, be here. Let's hope so. Uh, we'll <laughs> we'll see Are you guys you sure? next week on the Inside Pass. Everybody, say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. See you next week.